Hotter Than Health podcast, a plant-dominant podcast for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative conversations and topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. It's a solo episode. It's just you and me. You and me and we are going through a little bit of weight training, a little bit of nutrition to complement it, and protein. We haven't done a solo episode in a few weeks now, which, you know, there used to be a little bit of rhyme and reason to when episodes came out, whether it was going to be a guest that week. We always have episodes that, you know, we record two or three per week, and it's just a matter of when they come out, what makes the most sense, how we're collaborating. And over the summer, when I was in Europe and even before that, while I was moving to Charlotte, There were so many solo episodes because it made so much sense because traveling and my schedule and the (laughs) snow globe, the shaken snow globe that was my life really wasn't conducive to giving myself fully to these interviews that I knew they deserved more attention. Now, Now we're getting back into the flow of it, guys. We're feeling good. We've got guests. We've got a whole slew of amazing guests. We just had Kenzie Burke. She was incredible. And the code... For that episode is up on the show notes. So if you guys want the body forward code, it's on the show notes. We just had Marissa West. We had the Yurkos. We've been all over it. And these have been some of the best interviews. They've been so much fun. I love in-person interviews. There's nothing better. All of that to say, it's time for a solo episode. You and me, mano y mano, behind the mic, having a nice time. Today, what I want to leave you with is some type of understanding towards a structure in a weight training program with adequate protein and consumption for your individual needs and gains. And when I say gains, I think a lot of people think gaining a ton of muscle and building mass and increasing size, which sometimes that is a goal. However, it's not always the goal. I think and and I'm I, of course I'm saying these things generally. Don't take what I say as gospel if if you're in a different situation, but typically people are trying to either slim down or notice more they're going for more aesthetics. They're going for a more chiseled look or they're trying to re- change body composition, increase muscle, reduce fat, all of those different things. And wherever you are in that mindset, there I do think it's important to have some type of intention behind the way you're training. There have been times in my life where when I first started weight training in college, I was also doing just, you know, a bunch of weighted abs and I would go in and just do a bunch of cardio and then I would lift, but it would be not much weight. I think it would just be the barbell and that was great. That was where I was starting and I didn't have great form. I would, that was also around the time when I started filming myself and I was like, okay, I can start critiquing and starting to adjust based on what I'm learning, what I'm observing. As time has gone on, I've fluctuated between doing mat Pilates, a ton of hot yoga. Sometimes during my cycle, I just want to do sprints. I just want to run. Sometimes I don't want to do shit, but I just have to get myself there. And then there's no rhyme or reason to my workout. And I'm so unmotivated. I don't care, but I just have to show up. 
And I think that having gone through all different types of phases in training, but still having stayed consistent, it, oh, I don't, it's not saying that I have all the authority, but I am saying that I do have the experience that I'm happy to share and excited to share. Oh my God, there is a hole in my favorite pants and it's right where it doesn't need to be. <clears throat> Phenomenal. I'm gonna have to get these fixed. Going into this episode, I also want people to know that wherever you are, this is this is not going to be prescription. This is more general, hey, you are in a maybe you've been weight training for years, but you and, and you feel strong, but you don't feel like you your body is physically responding in the way that you want it to. This week's episode is brought to you by betterhelp.com. When I was going through a tough period in my life, there was a lot of transition happening. There was a lot of stuff going on and I was not feeling settled in my relationships, in work, in my body, financially. And I was feeling completely overrun and anxious and I couldn't figure out what to do. And I kept going through these negative thought patterns and these cycles and making the same decisions over and over and not understanding why. That is when I found BetterHelp. If you are thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited completely to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switching therapists is also easy, and you can switch anytime for no additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash hotter than health today to get 10% off of your first month. Again, Get a break from your thoughts, get out of those negative thought patterns, and get help today with betterhelp.com slash hotter than health. That is 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash hotter than health. Maybe you are feeling really strong, you know you have this consistent workout schedule, you have a great community. However, you aren't seeing the physical results in the way that you think you should based on how hard and often you're training. We'll get into that. But I want to leave people with some sort of basis and structure. Let's let's start let's go in a couple different camps here, several different camps. We'll start with super super introductory weight training, move into more and in, we'll touch on moderate, and then we'll go into more intense whether you're about to train for something, whether you are really experienced in weight training and and we'll get into all three but if you are introducing weight training into your life maybe you have been doing pilates or body weight maybe you have been running or maybe you haven't done any type of organized exercise but you you feel like you're you're ready you want to start adopting some more weight training into your lifestyle because you've heard of the benefits and the bone density and the longevity and the way it helps to stimulate to uh, proper testosterone, great for hormone balance and rest, recovery, overall, it living with longevity and, yeah, increasing lifespan from a very high level. M- maybe it's something that you're just saying, hey, I see this all the time on TikTok or Instagram and I want to get into it. Great. Where are we starting? We, d- we don't need to start with massive CrossFit classes. We don't need to start with big heavy weights. You don't need to start putting, throwing weights on your back and trying to trying to replicate workouts that you're maybe seeing online, but where do you start? 
my always my recommendation is to start with the form and it's going to be frustrating to hear because you're like oh well I want to incorporate weight training and see results really fast however you also don't want to get injured you don't want to get injured this is a great time to either film yourself and if you don't feel comfortable filming yourself in a gym that's totally fine but film yourself in your room in your apartment film yourself doing a squat film yourself doing a a good morning which is a type of hinged hip hinged uh, deadlift adjacent movement where you can see how your hips are hinging so that you're not going to hurt your back um, during during a heavy deadlift or any type of deadlift it doesn't have to be heavy you could you could throw your back out reaching for a remote uh, film yourself doing a push-up doing a plank and then either go through on youtube and make a comparison or have it send it to me send it to a friend this might sound really daunting but i'm telling you it is so much more challenging to unlearn bad habits than it is to learn them. I can't tell you how many personal training clients that I've had who have been training for years and years and years and they still stick their ass out during a plank and have a sunken a sunken belly and their lower back is totally tilted. And it, it frustrates me to no end that other personal trainers or group fitness instructors, whatever it is, they haven't given adjustment, but but also take a personal accountability. If you feel like something is off, you feel like something is hurting, say something. But it again, I cannot emphasize this enough. It is much easier to learn healthy habits than it is to unlearn them. Let's start that off correctly. I would say go with the fundamentals. Start by writing down 20 minutes worth of workouts or or three different moves you go through three rounds 10 reps a piece and maybe the first round you use no weights maybe it's walking lunges squats and a chest press or a really simple low row so you're working your back you're working muscles around your spine you are working on posture glutes and core i think that would be a great place to start super simple I'm sorry, I, I, I say simple, not easy. It might not feel easy at first, especially when you're flexing new muscles that you haven't in a while. I would start with that three times a week, not putting too much pressure on yourself to completely alter the way that you're training. But maybe if you're going to yoga three times a week and you want to incorporate some weight training, incorporate it two or three times per week on top of yoga or on top of whatever else you're doing, or if you're just getting into it two or three times a week. If this is when, this is the crucial part when you start to observe what you're going to do when you're not motivated. This is the most appropriate episode to talk about this, but when I tell you that it is absolutely imperative to your muscle building and your fat loss journey, if you're trying to change your body composition in any way, or you find yourself super snacky, craving a ton of things throughout the day and just reaching for random snacks, it is so important to incorporate protein into every meal. Maybe you have a sweet tooth. Maybe you like oatmeal in the morning. Maybe you have no appetite in the morning, but you know you need some extra protein. All I got to say is Organifi's chocolate protein powder. I've been using this protein powder for the past two and a half, almost three years. I switch between the vanilla and the chocolate and I'm on the chocolate right now and I'm on such a kick. I put it in my coffee. I put it in my oatmeal. Sometimes I simply just mix it up, put it in a blender with one banana and call it a day. 
It is the easiest, most delicious. It has this rich, almost coconutty, chocolatey, sweet taste, but not so sweet that you can't mix it with other things. I don't like anything to be super, super sweet that it seems unnatural. This is my favorite protein, especially for those who are doing any sort of weightlifting, any type of consistent fitness, you need to be consuming protein adequately. I try and get in approximately 80 to 100 grams per day. I'm increasing that as we speak, but this is my favorite protein to go to. I love the ingredients. It's glyphosate residue free. It is all organic and it also has a great digestive enzyme for anyone with a sensitive stomach. Highly recommend Organifi at Organifi.com backslash HTH. You can get a massive tub for 20% off using the code HTH. That is Organifi.com backslash HTH. Enjoy. So you'll have a couple, maybe you'll have a couple of weeks and you're super, super sore, but you still get in there. Maybe you're so sore that you don't want to use the weights. You just want to do body weight. But can you commit to getting into the gym? If you can, then you've got this. You have got this. If you can show up on the days where you don't want to show up, but you have that discipline, but you you pair that discipline with some grace, giving yourself grace in the gym. Hey, I am not feeling it today. Maybe you're about to start your period. You have crazy cramps. Even if you get to the gym and you just walk, no incline, nothing crazy. You just walk and you're on Wordle or you read a book, whatever it is, get to the physical environment of where you need to be when it comes to your workouts. Get out of your headspace, get out of your environment and into that workout environment. Move your body environment because you will be then you will program this into your lifestyle. This will now become a non-negotiable. Whereas if you go in there and you force yourself to do a workout on the days where you're either feeling really really crummy, mentally you're just not there. Like there are going to be a lot of days, but if you can still get there, you know, 75% of the time, you're probably still going to go do that workout. It might not be as good, might not use heavy weights. You might, whatever it is, but at least you get in there. And if you, if you sacrifice too many of those times where you're like, I'm really not feeling it today and you don't show up at all, that is now your pattern. That is now your pattern. You are now saying to yourself, okay, I'm the kind of person who shows up 60% of the time. And that's not what you want to be. If you want the competitive edge, you want to see physical changes in your body or strength or in your mind. You you can't have the identity of, oh yeah, I show up about 60% of the time. Be real with yourself and understand when, okay, I'm just not really feeling it or, okay, I really got to listen to my body today. I'm going to get injured or something. But pairing discipline with grace is a really, really strong place to start. And, and that will continue with you throughout your entire fitness journey. God, fitness journey. Annoying to say, but it's really what it is. Then if you go into a more Oh, oh, let's let's address a bit of food while you are incorporating weight training. As you are incorporating weight training into your lifestyle to begin to reduce muscle or gain muscle and reduce body fat. Just remember muscle is also smaller and denser and uh, denser than fat. So as you begin, you may start to, you may feel like you're starting to swell after your workouts. You might feel like, oh, I'm, I'm bulking in my thighs. That's the number one word that people typically use when they first start incorporating weights or any type of volume training. They'll say, oh, I'm, I'm bulking or my arms get bulky or my, my legs get bulky, whatever it is. 
what's happening is these little micro tears in your muscles are, are going on. And when, when your muscles have these micro tears, they need to do what? They need to repair. They need to repair themselves. Water, intercellular, water from your body will rush to those muscles and fill in those gaps, fill in those spaces. Protein will go in to fill those spaces. Water, carbohydrates will go in to fill these spaces and start to repair. And it may appear as though you are quote unquote swollen, but there, there are these micro traumas that are happening to your body when you start to incorporate weight training for the first time. Meaning you may start to feel that way, but that's not the reality of what is actually happening. It is often water weight and it does go away after you stay consistent with it for a couple of weeks. And then you start to, after four or five weeks, then you start to understand, okay, this is that, that swollen, the extreme soreness, all that type of stuff is starting to go away. And now I'm starting to understand, okay, I go in there and it seems like the 10 pound, five pound weights that I was using last week, those seem to be my warm up now. I think I can go up to 12 to 15s. Those are the incremental changes that you will observe. I would also say track your cycle because there are going to be some times in your cycle where you have way more energy than others. And if you can, if you can understand what's happening in your body, then it will help with the grace element of this. But as you are creating these micro tears, you are experiencing those mini traumas that come to your body when you adopt weight training, incorporating adequate amounts of protein. And I've gone back and forth on this for, for the past eight or nine years. And you've all known, if you've listened to the podcast for any period of time, you know that I've gone back and forth on, okay, incorporate more protein. Okay. Just about balance. Okay. Don't, don't need to worry about protein. Your body is smart. You'll get it. And I still do fall slightly into all of those camps, but at the more and more I start to see changes in my physical body, I do understand the importance of ramping up the protein. And when I say protein, I don't just mean lentils and chickpeas and things that do have protein and quinoa and things like that, all incredible. However, I would say, yes, some animal-based protein can be super beneficial. I have personally been adding in a lot of Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt is incredibly low in fat. Most, It's really just a great pure protein source. I'll do that with blueberries and blackberries, maybe some figs and some cinnamon so that there's still that juicy fiber and it still feels like a nice filling balanced bowl because you're getting some protein, some carbs, you're getting um, some of that fiber in there, knocking out three out of four of those main components of a, of a balanced meal. And I know that if I have that after my workout, then that's 30 grams of protein right there. And let, okay, I'm just using whole numbers here. I'm not this weight. This is simply for simple math. If I weigh 100 pounds, I don't. Not what I'm saying. If I weigh 100 pounds, though, I'm going to try and get approximately 100 grams of protein. If I'm consistently working out with weights three to four times per week, uh, that is that is a general rule of thumb. Some people say it's 0.75 grams for every pound of uh, for every pound of your body. Some people say that it's 1.25. Some people say that it's two pound, two grams for every thing. But I, again, I, I don't think that being dogmatic about anything is going to help anything. I would say a nice rule of thumb is maybe a gram for every, for any, every pound. And so 
In breakfast, I knock out 30 grams. And then for a snack, I have a Blender Bombs protein bar, and then I'll do some Organifi, uh, an Organifi shake, knowing that I'm getting fiber, protein, and carbohydrates. Uh, there's also really healthy, delicious fats in those Blender Bomb bars. And I order the, I have them on subscription coming to my house once a month, so I'll have one of those every couple days. But the Organifi protein powder, I will shake that up in a shaker. Usually I'll just use my, uh, my coffee whisk and I'll do water, just a bunch of water and a scoop of protein, add some cinnamon if I feel like it. And sometimes I'll even blend that up and put it over ice. And it's almost like an iced mocha in a way. But if you are interested in trying the Organifi, then my code is hot, excuse me, my code is HTH. And you can always try that out. Again, it's hthorganifi.com backslash hth and you can get 20% off. That's the brand that I've been loyal to and use constantly. Uh, they're glyphosate residue free and all of all of those great major key elements that you want with the digestive enzyme. So it's not going to hurt your stomach. I'm, I'm obsessed. I use it all the time. But then within that snack, there's another 30 grams. And, and not only you guys, this this these meals with higher protein are not only there to help to repair muscles, but they also do help to stabilize blood sugar levels, which will lead to overall more clarity in your brain. You're not going to have that crazy brain fog. You will absolutely notice a decrease in cravings. You'll start to have more energy in the day and you will start to notice that maybe you do have a slightly higher metabolism or you're, you're noticing a little more clear burning energy throughout the day because you're not crashing and craving with all like a bunch of sugar or sweet carbohydrates. That's something you will also notice. And so now we're up to, you know, 50 to 60 grams for lunch. Maybe I would do some tuna over salad with a piece of rye bread. That's been my jam lately. And if I'm not doing meat that day, or any type of seafood, then I would potentially just throw two two eggs over it, uh, maybe some egg whites to try and get 20 grams of protein. And then for dinner, I would do salmon with rice and seaweed and a bunch of greens or bok choy. And overall, there's about 90 grams of protein a day. And, and that's if I want to add in if I want to add in a little bit more or have a larger portion of salmon, whatever it is, you can you can hit those you can hit those things throughout the day. I'm not tracking anything. I'm not saying you have to track those things, but if you can make a conscious effort to have those types of proteins in your meal, that I can guarantee you will start to notice a difference in your physical body. You will start to notice a a difference in your clarity, in your energy levels, and your overall cravings. For those who are in the more moderate You've been weight training, you have good form, you understand what you're doing, but again, wanting to change things up in some way so that you can so that you can start reaping the results physically that you are putting in at, from the gym. You want to start to see the changes in your body that reflect how hard you're working in the gym. That is going to come from potentially looking at your training schedule. So this is for anyone who's more on the moderate to intense level of weight training, meaning you have been doing it for years. Maybe you've had a personal trainer at some point. You have a really consistent regimen. You've been consistent for six months or more, and you are going three to four to even five times per week. 
and you're pretty pretty solid with your routine. If you still do want to find more of a change in body composition, it's going to also take t- take a second of looking at your actual workout routine. Do you have structure to your workout routine or are you going in willy-nilly different workouts almost every single time? And I understand that if, if that's the way you like to jam, do it. But if there is something that you can modify or change, something that's been working for me lately has really honestly been super straightforward. Writing down my workouts, not just after I do them, but before I do them, there's a big difference. You you go in, you have a plan, you have some type of structure. 80% of the time I modify something, 85% of the time I just knock it all the way out, um, including those modifications. And sometimes I'm like, dude, I ran out of time or a call came up or I just wasn't feeling it or I just felt like walking. And then the last 15% of that is off, whatever it is. But what I'll do is I'll go back and I'll say, okay, if Monday, Wednesday, uh, and Friday are my leg days, because I like to train legs three times a week, it's just personally, uh, and one of, two of those days will be heavy legs, one of those days will be more of a full body with majority leg situation but two of those heavy weighted days I'm actually going in and I'm I'm changing things up I'll do the same heavy lifting portion workout but every other week or every week and a half or two weeks I increase the weights by it can be something as simple as 10 pounds Um, and I'm talking about from like a heavy back squat or a heavy glute uh, hip thrust increasing the weight slightly. And if you don't feel like increasing the weight, or maybe you didn't log the weight, but you know your reps, maybe you did. Maybe you were really pushing for 10 reps. You got 10. And this time, maybe you hold for 10 and then you try and knock out two more and you go to failure. Not every time we're going to failure, but in some, if you can do it safely, then I say, if you're really trying to challenge yourself and and rip some things up and grow your ass, (laughs) then having some heavier leg days and incorporating some of those bigger, heavier compound movements, heavy deadlift, uh, whether it be dumbbell or Smith machine or barbell hip thrust is a absolute game changer. So great for the body. And I think my favorite glute move, it's a bitch to set up in the gym. Let's be honest. But if you, when you can get it done, get it done. Uh, or a heavy back squat, but if you're struggling with back injuries or a herniated disc, highly recommend not doing that. But then incorporating things like that, single leg lunges, but especially with those single leg movements, if you can go a little heavier and then maybe put your hand on a wall for a bit more stability, but understanding that it should be challenging you. And if you can only hit four reps, yeah, then maybe you maybe you decrease the weight just slightly. But if you can get to six to eight reps, that's phenomenal. And and begin to change up your weights from there. But changing up weights and changing up reps is really going to be a great way to start to see some significant changes in your gains in the gym. With that, with that may also come a bit more protein incorporated into your weight training. But what I will also say, alongside protein slash carbohydrates being more incorporated into your diet, there will likely also be more recovery days. I think that I've gotten to a point where I feel really good about weight training with 
with some, you know, level eight intensity four times a week, having one rest day where it's like actual rest. Maybe I just go for a little walk and then having one day where it's just like full body fun. I go in the gym with no plan. I play around. I like mess with weights, nothing super heavy. I kind of just like do a couple reps on every single machine. Like I just go in there and mess around and, and come up with new ideas or I go in and I play or I just like deep stretch, do some band work and, and really just find some joy in the gym. Uh, or that'll be a day where I do just hot yoga, but having actual dedicated recovery days, I know that we're always just thinking we're always on hyperdrive. I totally get that. Always on hyperdrive, trying to figure out the, okay, well, what can I do to burn calories today? If I'm not going into the gym, gym, well, I know it's a rest day, but like, Hey, if you want the gains, then do X, Y, Z. Not always the case. Ensuring that you're actually giving your body adequate time to recover. Recovery is huge. Sleep is huge. I cannot emphasize this enough. Alongside learning healthy habits, it's, it's outside of the gym as well. It is your food and it is your sleep. If you are out, if you're having a glass of wine every night before bed and you're asking yourself why you're not seeing the results that you want to be seeing, talk to me after you Cut out that one glass of wine so that you can see the change in your sleep. It will make the biggest difference in the world for you to get that sleep. People are like, oh, well, I actually sleep really well. I got like eight solid hours. Yes, you may physically be laying in bed for eight hours and feel really good when you wake up. However, imagine, imagine how good you'll feel when you wake up and you feel even better than that. You feel, you don't, you feel like you can just roll out of bed and be ready for the day. When was the last time you woke up and maybe you woke up before your alarm and you were not mad about it? When was the last time you felt any type of positive way getting out of bed? That is the difference. Let's consider the sleep. Maybe you can maybe you begin taking some type of magnesium supplement. There's magnesium threonate, glycinate, uh chlor uh magnesium chloride, I believe. There's a lot of different kinds of magnesium, and then there's one specifically for sleep, one for muscle repair, uh, one that's better for uh, bowel movements. So whatever, I would I would do your own research and see a magnesium that would be beneficial for you, great for muscle repair. But if you can get, ask any bodybuilder, ask any person who's been in the fitness industry for long enough, sleep is a key. It is vital towards your recovery. And when I say recovery, I mean your body actually beginning to change. That's what happens. Recovery isn't just like (sighs) giving yourself a break. It is allowing your body the space it needs to evolve, create, synthesize new, create new, new muscle fibers, uh, utilize the sugars and carbohydrates in your body to repair using the protein to repair and really really allowing yourself the opportunity to to begin to see the gains that you want so assess the sleep assess the protein assess your rest days and then think about how consistently can you do that you do that for a week great but that if you can incorporate that into your as a new part of your routine, I promise you it will change the way 
your body responds to workouts. And then after six months, you'll probably have to change something else. Maybe you, maybe you go higher rep, lower weight. Maybe you mix it up. Maybe you change up some of your bigger compound movements. But overall, I wanted to do this episode because I think a lot of the times we get into a space of maybe we're feeling really confident in the way we're working out or, or not working out. We feel a lack of confidence, but then we are flooded with social media. Oh, well, I want a Pilates body. I want to look like a ballerina. Or no, I really, I, I see these people's glutes and I really want to, I really want to like work on my ass or, oh, I want toned shoulders or, oh, I want abs or, oh no, well, I want abs, but I really want a big butt. Oh, well, I want the Pilates body and the Pilates abs and the Pilates shoulders, but I really want like the weight training legs and, and strong back, whatever it is. There's so much being thrown at us where you might be in the middle of some six month awesome weight training program. And then you see these videos of people doing Pilates and you're like, well, I want to be, I want to look like that. So maybe I'm going to change up my entire regimen. Those are all normal thoughts to, let me rephrase that. Those are all super common thoughts to have. And my advice here is put the blinders on. You are allowed to want to evolve and change and do your thing. However, if you don't commit to something and stand strong in what you're working towards, if you don't commit to that, then how are you ever going to know what it's really, really like when you reach that next level? If you're always searching for the grass is greener on the other side effect, how are you truly going to invest and, and have a deep appreciation for the work you're putting in? And I'm not saying don't change things up. I, I definitely do. I definitely do hot yoga sometimes. I like to make sure that I'm still staying flexible. I like to go for runs. I, I do like adding those things in. But I'd have the basis of my workouts being weight training. And if the basis of your workouts is Pilates or walking or pickleball, but you still want to have a little bit of that weight training in there so you can just begin to see the full change in your body composition, this is a good place to start. Combining discipline with grace, rest, protein, recovery, and truly, truly giving yourself the chance to accomplish something. Giving yourself self the chance to not quit. That's, that's where I would like to, <laughs> to end this episode. I also want to let everyone know I posted something on Instagram the other day. I will be taking on only one nutrition client every, maybe every month, maybe, maybe just every other month. I'm not positive what's going to work best, but depending on, uh, depending on what people, depending on how it flows, you can go to my website, Eliza G wellness and book a one-on-one strategy call that is going to be able to tell whether or not you and I are a good fit to work together for a three-month program. Uh, there's, 100 testimonials on my website there's or on my Instagram at Eliza G underscore wellness there's typically we are working on customized nutrition programs and going through a specific weight uh, a specific fitness routine mindset overall wellness nutrition programming and accountability based on specific goals and that looks different for each person but I am, it is something I'm excited to open back up, but if you are interested in that, 
I will put a link in the show notes and it's just for booking. And that's not the, a nutrition consultation. That is simply a, let's see if it's a good fit to work together for three months and really commit to something and start to see transformation. The other option is to have a one-on-one nutrition consultation. Uh, it will not be the three-month program, but if you find during that nutrition consultation that you want to do the three-month program, if you've already paid for a nutrition consultation, it'll go straight towards the three-month program. But I appreciate you listening. I hope that this has been helpful. And if you have questions, you can always, of course, reach out. But overall, we want the recovery. We want sleep, discipline paired with grace towards yourself, and enough consistency that you can look back on your time with weight training or whatever your workout is. Give yourself enough time so you can look back with no regrets, knowing that you did everything you could to try and reach a goal, commit to something, and that is really where the confidence will come from. I hope everyone has had a great week and you're feeling good. I will be, um, by the time you're listening to this, I will, I think, be back from a beautiful trip in Belize. Can't wait. All right, we'll talk to you next Thursday.